For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The city of Jackson in the state of Mississippi. This is Coach Prime. Boy, that feels good to say that. I am so excited to be in Jackson, the capital of the great state of Mississippi and home to the I love, Jackson State University. Tickets for our spring 2021 season are available, baby, and I encourage you to step up and support our football program and purchase your season tickets. This is a prime way to support our football program and most importantly, Jackson State University, the finest HBCU in the country. I need Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium packed, and I believe in you. It's prime time at Jackson State, baby. You better get ready because I believe JSU. Tiger fans, get ready for episode 88 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast. Bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Joining me today is the Director of Football Operations and Special Assistant to the Coach, Ms. LaToya Williams. Welcome to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you, Gloria. I appreciate you having me on today. Hey, I appreciate you for coming on. I know you're a very busy lady now. Things are really kicking off for you over at Jackson State, and we're going to get to all that. But uh, for right now, again, I want to thank you for coming on and just ask you, how are you doing? All is well. It, like you said, it is a very busy time, but it's also an exciting time. Like I am really having the time of my life. I don't know if too many of my Alcorn family friends would <laughs> appreciate me saying that, but I am really having a good time. Like this is, uh, this is just exciting, and I'm grateful to be a part of it. But yeah, I think um, as we get closer to this game, they may be getting rid of me. Alcorn may not love me anymore because I haven't been this excited in a long time. I'll be honest. I haven't been this excited in a very long Absolutely. Well, it's all swag love. It's all HBCU love, and it's all for the culture. So I'm sure they'll understand it. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I love what you just said. It's for the culture. Absolutely. So let's get to it. For our listeners who aren't familiar with Miss LaToya Williams, she is the Director of Football Operations and Special Assistant to the Coach at DI Love, Jackson State University. So tell us about your role. I love how you put that the I love in there. I love that. I get it. I get it. But, um, this role is exciting because I've been around football for a very, very long time. And um, it's just an honor for me to serve. Um, I always say that I serve at his pleasure. But Dion and I have um, 
been working together since 2011 and I've always worked around football with him but it's always been um, making sure that the team was good um, academically and operational and now I get a chance to do all of that again just on the collegiate level and we'll get a chance to um, really make history together but I am excited about this role it's something that I've done in the past before. Um, I used to assist Coach Reggie Barlow with this at Alabama State. And um, that was kind of my start in the collegiate football operations world. But I am really excited about what we're going to do. Most of most of my time will be spent with um, travel, making sure that everything is squared away for away and home games. Um, as well as some academic components. I'll be working with um, Hakeem and Shai with our um, athletic and um, academic and compliance uh, department. So we can make sure that our guys are academically eligible and they're doing everything that they're supposed to do because it's always bigger than football. All right. And you mentioned your time at Alabama State with Coach Barlow. And I know you've been passionate about sports dating all the way back to your childhood. So tell us about some of the ways you've been involved with sports from your youth through college and even now as an adult. Oh, wow. Yeah. Let's take a stroll down memory lane. Um, I was a cheerleader in high school and I used to always beg Coach Brown. I was like, Coach, please put me in, put me in, let me play. And Coach would always send me to the stairs. He was our gym teacher as well. <laughs> He's like, no, that's not going to happen, Williams. That's not happening. But you can get out there and cheer. So um, even the football guys, like I used to be hard on them, and they still tease me about that now. I mean, I'm like, dog, what happened out there on that play? How you missed that block, you know? It's was like, boy, you really? But um, one of our coaches, um, Derek Hooker, was the head coach for the end of my high school uh, days. And I just asked him, like, coach, teach me everything you know about football and baseball. I'm really serious about learning these sports. I really want to figure out how to um, mesh football and academics because I knew that's what I wanted to do as far as a career. And he taught me a lot. Um, I actually went to Valley first. I was in the Overbound program. And then I went on to their bridge program and got my first 12 hours. And I was under another coach there working in the athletic department um, after I graduated from high school. And then I transferred to Alcorn. And that's when that coach left Valley and came on to Alcorn and he was over the uh, equipment manager. So I started out washing clothes for the football team. And then I got to be really close with Coach Gary Lewis. He was our DB coach. And the same thing I did with Coach Brown, Coach put me in, like, teach me everything you know. And Coach Lewis took me under his wings, and he taught me a lot. Like, he got to the point where he would let me go out there and do drills with the DBs and the linebackers. Wow. So it was just something that I was passionate about because I love being around the sport and just learning. But I never knew what God really had for me and what those long hours for free, mind for free, um, what what it was meant to be. And I remember um, I was getting ready to finish my first master's degree and Robert Raines was our athletic director at Alcorn at that time. And I went through his trade. I saw a letter that had NCA on it 
And I took it out of his trash and I was like, Coach Reigns, why didn't you tell me about this? And it was about their NCA internship program. And he said, Toy, I didn't think anybody in our department would be interested in it. So I just threw it in the trash. Hmm. And I completed that application, submitted everything. And Corey, I had no idea that they would choose a country girl from Louise, Mississippi to come to the NCAA. And I got there for my interview, had never been on a plane before, was crazy scared, but it was just a sense of calm when I did my interview. And I walked away like, this is why I was washing clothes. This is why I was fixing helmets. I was doing everything that I could to be a part of sports. And it was for that moment. Wow. And I was one of the few to come from an HBCU, especially a black woman from an HBCU to be a part of the NCAA internship program. And those were some days that I, I just, I didn't take it for granted. Um, grateful for it. And it changed the course of my life. Wow. God is good. Absolutely. Such a blessing. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of hard work, obviously. And it's definitely paying off for you. You also mentioned your time with uh, Coach Prime, and I know you have a long-standing relationship with him. So, how far do you go back, and how that come about? Oh, <laughs> Coach Prime, um, I started working with Dion in 2011. Um, I moved to Dallas to work with my cousin Maurice Williams, and um, Mo had a basketball training facility in Dallas. And at that time, his AAU coach for our 17U team was the head basketball coach at Prime Prep. And I can remember when Dion was pushing Prime Prep on Twitter, like, constantly. And I was like, I really want to be a part of this. And I really remember the night I sent him a DM, like, I really want to move to Dallas. I want to work at your school. Never responded. I had no idea that I would actually get that opportunity. But um, Mo told Coach Ray about my experience at the NCAA and what I was doing and um, some of the things that I had done in the past at Alabama State and Preview. And he's like, okay, we need her at Prime Prep. At that time, Prime Prep was going through um, an eligibility situation with the NCAA because they didn't alert the NCAA that a school would be opening and we had all these high profile athletes that would be attending the school. So we were working to get our certification from the NCA and I remember when the first time I met Dion because when Ray talked to me about the job, he was like, Toya, I'm with it. We really need you to come over, but you need to interview with Dion. I said, okay. So it's after football practice. Dion is in the locker room. I literally didn't know what I was walking into. So I'm dressed up, dressed, stilettos, ready. He's sitting in there on an exercise bar. I'm running my resume down, and he stopped me. He was like, sit, stop. I don't care nothing about your resume. I just need to know you're going to keep me out of the news headlines, and you're going to help me get these guys elsewhere. I was like, you know what? If that's it, I got you, though. Put me in the game. I got you. But I couldn't believe it. I'm thinking that I am accomplished when it comes to sports. And he's like, I don't care about none of that. <laughs> like, I just need to know that you're going to keep me out of the news 
and you're going to help me get this school certified and these guys eligible to play. I'm like, you know what, Coach? I think I can handle that. So uh, he hired me at the school, and uh, we were very, very small school, but we had a lot of great teachers. It was some work that, you know, we had to clean some things up. But what I love the most about Prime Prep, we were the last chance you before that was the thing. A lot of our kids that came to us was because either their parents couldn't do anything else with them or the school district that they were in had kicked them out and didn't want them to come back. And one thing that I can say about Dion, he always said that our mission was to get them to and through college. And that was one thing that we stood on. Like, no kid was that far gone that we couldn't reach them. And I am very, very proud of the work that we did at Prime Smith Academy. His vision for the community and his heart for those kids, unmatched. Wow, that's awesome. And I, I mean, it was a really, really good time. Um, we were able to get a lot of kids in college, you know, like, most basketball players went to school on a full scholarship. Our basketball program produced some of the best basketball players um, in the world. Like we have, if I'm not mistaken, we have three in the NBA now. And um, all of that was because they took a chance on us, not us taking a chance on them. They believed in us and our vision of the place. I want to play for you. Wow. You, you've been a partner uh, with Coach Prime professionally for years. So what are some of the things since Prime Prep that you guys have worked together on? Um, a lot of our work in the programs that we were doing were Prime Prep. Like everything started there. But two programs that I am most proud of was Single But Not Alone and Prime Time Dads. Um, during the time when I first started working with Dion, he was a single father. And um, one thing he always talked about, and if you go back and listen to past interviews, you'll probably hear that, is his mom. Um, and the reason why he worked so hard is because he can really, um, honestly, I'm real getting emotional just thinking about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's his love that he has for his mom and the sacrifices that she made that made him say, I want to do something for other single moms because I understand the struggle. I saw it. I lived through it. And in that program, um, we took the single mothers that were a part of our school and we took the men that were at our school. They were mentors. Because most of those single women that came through, their sons needed a surrogate father. And that's the role that our coaches play. But we also educated those, those women. We put them in programs. Um, if it was financial education, um, if it was just teaching them how to go and get a mortgage, how to go and get a car. You know, something as simple as this is how you open up a bank account. It was just a lot of the little things that I think we take for granted that those women never 
either they weren't taught how to do these things, they never had the resources or someone that was willing to work with them to get it done. But to see how that program developed and the things that we were doing with them was amazing. And then we flipped it with the primetime dads because you don't have a lot of men that are single fathers. Mm-hmm. They are active, especially uh, in the area that we were servicing. And Dion would do, you know, because you always hear like um, the kids don't know your dad and that type of stuff. So um, we did it. We did that for them. It wasn't really, it was about the kids, but it was more so about the man. And for them to have one on one conversation with Dion, because he was basically faced with some of the same struggles that they were faced with. So it was, I mean, we had some really good things going on in Exxon Prep with some great programs coming out of the work that we did there. Awesome. And you talk about, you know, obviously how far you've gone back with Coach Prime, but ironically, you and A.D. Robinson go back even further than you go back Coach Prime. So how far did you two go back and what? Like, I, first of all, let's talk about his growth because you you've known him for a while. So let's talk about that growth that you've seen with him professionally, and uh, what is it what is it like for you to see all that he's accomplished and continues to accomplish? Man, I am so proud of a Rob. Like Ashley is family. He's um, one of Mo's best friends, and as long as I've been. Um, around and knowing Maurice Ashley has been around, you know. Um, I can't say enough great things about Ashley, but to know where we started, um, we really kind of started this thing together. And one day we were at a conference and looked up, I'm like, why am I just doing this familiar? And I just kept looking at him. And he was like, See, that's you. I'm looking like, where do I know this guy from? <laughs> I'm like, actually, that's you? And, he looked, and I'm like, wow. It was just so crazy because when we went to college, we really didn't stay in touch. But to find ourselves back together doing the exact same job but at different institutions was crazy. And after that, we met up. That meeting was Ironically, in Miami, in Florida, that's where we were. First time I could see it had been about five years and I hadn't seen Ash. And um, we were talking about what we wanted to do. And the goal was always for him to be an athletic, direct, um, athletic director. But when, at the age that we started, you really don't know how you're going to get there. And to know him... And to know what he's capable of doing and to also know that, okay, you're going to hit some stumbling blocks before you get there. And a lot of that came because of his age. It didn't necessarily mean that he wasn't capable of doing the job, but a lot of people didn't want to take a chance on him because he's not old enough to do it. So um, to see where he is now, Nothing but love. Nothing but love. Like, Ashley is doing some amazing things. Um, when he went to Prairie the first time, he was the director of compliance. And I was just leaving Prairie And I told him before I left, I said, Ashley, you're going to be the athletic director. Keep working. And 
when the time came, he called me. He said, T, I don't think they're going to let me do that. And I said, okay, what options do we have? What What do you want to do? And the crazy thing is, Corey, in life, sometimes you have to leave the thing that you love the most for people to really realize how valuable you are. And when he left and went to Mississippi Valley, it was a great time for him to come back home. But we also knew that it wouldn't be a long period of time. And it was just so funny how things played out. He left Prairie took a patient, and Prairie ended up calling him back saying, hey, we do, mm. we need to come back. And it went from he's too young to run an athletic department to we need him to run this athletic department. And not just me, we need you to lead. And that's what he's always been. He's always been an exceptional leader. And I don't know if you remember back in the day what Preview looked like. <laughs> Let's just say A.D. Robinson did his he did his thing at Prairie View. Now, when I was working at Prairie View, we worked out of trailers and to see brand new facilities, a brand new football stadium, an athletic academic building. I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay, I see you. I see you working. The money that he brought in, like his biggest thing is donor relationships. If Ashley can't do anything else, he can raise money. And that's the biggest component of being a great athletic director. And that's what I love about what he's doing. He leads from the front. I'm not going to wait on the NCAA to send us funds, the state to give us money, or the conference. I am going to get out there and network and work and make it happen for my athletic department. And he has done that. He's done that now even at Jackson State. Like Watching him make moves for Jackson State and to see some of the major deals he's closed. Let's just say I'm privileged to call him my friend, my brother, and now my boss. <laughs> awesome stuff, man. That's awesome. But everything you said about Eddie Robinson is true. Uh, all the Jackson State fans will agree. We love ourselves some Eddie Robinson. So great job. Keep it up. And all the things that you know you mentioned that he did at Prairie View, he's doing them at Jackson State and it, it, to an even bigger extent, a greater extent. So we, we're definitely privileged. Athletic director, uh, but Toya, I want to—I take it back to something you've mentioned a couple times, just for the fans in case they missed that. Fun fact: You are also Mo Williams' first cousin. He is the, of course, the former Murrah basketball star, NBA champion, and current Alabama State head men's basketball coach. So, how big of a goal was it for him to become head coach of, on the college level? Um. Mo has wanted to do this. I really believe he was born to be a coach. I mean, we we saw him at the height of his NBA career, but I really do believe that he was born to coach. I mean, he, he loves it. And what I love about it, he's so energetic. So he gets out there and push those guys to be the best that they can be, but he's actually out there grinding with them. 
And it's just so fun to watch. Every once in a while, he'll post something on Instagram or um, Facebook, a video of something like, he's still really a kid at heart. And I'm waiting on those days where, you know, he's right here dropping scoops to a game. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's get it. I'm waiting on one of those practices where the guys are like, okay, so Coach out here dropping buckets. That's what I'm waiting on. <laughs> but, uh, Mo was really, really excited about getting an opportunity to be the head coach at Alabama State. I watched him under Coach Godfrey when he was working at um, out in California at Cal State Northridge with Coach Godfrey, which was his coach at um, the University of Alabama. And I don't want to be biased because that's my cousin, but they couldn't have a better person or a better coach working with those guys. I've watched him through um, at least seven AAU programs and everything Motech is gold. And we look forward to those Jackson State versus Alabama State basketball games. And I know Mo is looking forward to coming home, but let's go, Jackson State. We got to get the win every single time. I mean, we wish Mo the best in all of his games, except the ones against JSU. <laughs> oh, so no cheer for the home team, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I, I, I do want to take it back to, to Coach Prime, if you will, and I, if, hopefully you can take us behind the curtain a little bit, just with the, the a day in the life of Coach Prime. I know his Trinity High School team played a game here in Mississippi recently. You traveled with him and the team from Memphis to Clarksdale for that game, and then on to Jackson. You guys really had the red carpet treatment, and the red carpet was rolled out for you with the police escorts the whole way. So tell us about that experience. Man, I can't say thank you enough to um, Clarksdale. Clarksdale and Cahoma County were amazing. Um, The head football coach at Clarksdale helped me orchestrate on that end. Um, But when I talked to the young man that was going to be working with us, he was like, no, Toya, I'll meet you in Memphis. I was like, wait, what? He was like, yeah, we're coming all the way to Memphis and we're going to bring Coach Prime back um, to Clark, to Cleveland and then to Clarksdale. I said, okay. And I'm like, well, that's probably pretty standard. But after the game, he told me, he said, so we're going to take you on to Rural. And I'd already talked to um, Sunflower County, Humphreys County, Yazoo County, and I was kind of getting some things arranged for that. But what I... What I can say about my people in the Delta, whenever you need to make something happen, they go above and beyond to get it done. And it was like one huge family affair. When Cahoma County dropped us off in Sunflower County, Sunflower County picked us up and took us to Humphreys County. Humphreys County took us all the way through Yazoo City and Yazoo County. Yazoo County picked us up and took us to Madison. And the whole time I was like, wow, it's just amazing to see how excited they were to do it. And it wasn't about, can I get an autograph? Can I do this? It was just the fact that we want to do this for you and we want to do this for Coach Ryan. That was exciting. When we got back to Jackson, 
extremely early because they weren't playing out there on that highway. They was getting us from point A to B. But when I sat back and thought about it, I'm like, they really didn't have to do that. They did it because of what Dion now means to our state. Mm. And it was an opportunity for him to see firsthand how much we love him here in Mississippi. And I, I tell him all the time, we've adopted you as our native son. Like the the work that has been done, but even the work that will be done, I'm grateful just to be a part of it. Because Dion has done so much in such a short period of time for Jackson State, for the city of Jackson, and for our state of Mississippi. And if that's just a small token of our appreciation, we had fun doing it. It was a great ride from Clarksdale to Jackson. <laughs> I bet. I got you. <laughs> we won. That's what really matters. We won. That was a 50 zero. <laughs> yeah. So that was a great day. But I, I, I want to hear some, I, I know you have them, some funny stories. <laughs> Let us hear it. I said, I said, take us behind the curtain. <laughs> Look, every day is a different story. He is, everybody has this perception of him because of the primetime persona. But Dion is one of the funniest guys I know. And you would really have to be around him to really know him. And Lord knows, I can't even begin to tell you any story. Look, I'm trying to keep my job and my brother. <laughs> but just know that if world centered listening, if you ever get an opportunity to hang out with Coach Prime, just know that he is hilarious and you never know what he will say. I absolutely love it. Like every day that I'm with him is a guaranteed laugh. But what I love about him the most is he's big on vibes and energy. And he'll tell you that a lot of the brands that he represents approached him because of his positive energy and his smile. And his smile is infectious. Like you really, you can't help but to feel a certain type of way when you're with him because he makes you feel his energy. And even if you're having the worst day, being in his presence, you can't help but to forget about self. He has helped me through some crazy times in life and just walking in the room, especially when we shared an office together. Everything that I came to work with, all of the baggage, it disappeared. You know, he makes me feel like in that moment, I am the most important person and the most important thing that's going on. So if it's serious, talk to me about what's going on. How you feeling? To, all right, you done with that? Let's go. You feeling better? Okay, let's go. So he's like, because you're not going to stay in this moment and in your feelings long. I'm going to need you to snap out of that and let's go do this work. So 
if you are ever given opportunity, feed off his energy. He is just he's a good vibe every day of the week. Gotcha. I can believe it. I definitely can believe that. Uh, I, I, I like I like the politically correct answer. You kind of dodged it, but when yeah. you brought it home, it's yeah. So I give you a pass. It's a great way to be a public story. <laughs> cool. I give you a pass. You can only give us so much. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, but I love it. I love it. But is there is there anything, something interesting about him that maybe would surprise us? Yes. Now that I can say. Now I know you probably know this because you're a sports guru, but a lot of people don't know that the name Primetime didn't come from football. Primetime came from his basketball days in high mm-hmm. school. And when he tells people that it's like there's no way you played basketball, but he was one of the top basketball players in the state of Florida. And when the light came on in the gym, they knew it was prime time. <laughs> and he said, and everybody was like, nah, he created that when he got to the NFL. I'm like, nah, it's been prime time because basketball was his sport. But look, coach did. Um, football, baseball, basketball, and a little bit of track and field. So everything out there he's touched, but prime time came from his high school basketball days. Definitely. Great, great stuff. I've seen some highlights of him playing basketball, and he, he was definitely a three, four sport superstar. And he, he, has, <laughs> he has passed those genes on down to prime time 2.0. <laughs> So Dora Sanders. Man, it's fun. Oh, man. Those boys, look. I have been with Dion since, let's see, the baby was fourth grade. Um, Shador was sixth, and I think Shallow was seventh or eighth when I started with him. And to see Shallow and Shador's growth, oh my goodness. I tell people all the time, Dion created football players. I can remember when Shador was short and chubby, really didn't want to play football and man, I, I can say probably three years may have passed and when I saw Shador, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, this isn't my baby. Whoa, wait. I couldn't believe it. I started seeing him in the UA games. I know I saw them kind of pushing him with that but to see his Growth, oh my goodness. I'm like, how did this man create a superstar? But to now see him at quarterback, Shador is special. He he's a special kid with a special gift. And um Shallow really Shallow is coming to his own as well. He's at the University of South Carolina. And um what people really don't know about Shallow, Shallow is self-taught in a lot of things. Like he taught himself how to play the piano. Um, he's really good at that. But as far as football and athletic ability, I call him my Allen Iverson. Now, he comes ready to play. You don't really care too much about the workout and putting all that work in. Put me in the game, coach. I'm ready to play. Like, that's my AI. That that one, you know, Shadora goes, Step by step, the way Dion does things. But Shallow, Shallow ready to play whenever, gotcha. wherever. He's that kid. That's my Allen Iverson. He's, 
I can't wait. <laughs> I just, I really can't wait for everyone here to see what I see in Shador. Um, a lot of critics, and I, I know that a lot of critics, especially um, everybody seemed to want to talk about the MRA game, but no one really said too much after they like the next week we went to Knoxville and played, and it was the ESPN game. Shador had the game of his life on ESPN, but everybody goes back to that first game. So now we're just excited to give the critics something to really talk about, you know, because Shadua is special. He's going to be an outstanding quarterback for Jackson State. Well, with him being at Jackson State, I can tell you the critics are going to be talking because you know how they like to hate on D.I. Love. So, yeah, yeah. Sanders, bring on the hate. We're ready for it. Bring on the critics, but we'll be getting, putting those W's and we'll be getting those wins. I am so here for it. I am so excited to see because it's like right now we're still putting the puzzle together. But when we get that final piece, it's going to be special. I can honestly say that I think um, D.I. Love (laughs) should be standing in line to get these season tickets because what you all were used to. I'm going to say that because my my mom, dad, aunts, uncles uh, um, on both sides went to Jackson State. And I I grew up at Jackson State. Honestly, I can remember every weekend for a home game, my dad would bring us down. And I remember vividly how packed the vet used to be. And I was sharing this with Dion a while ago. And I know we will definitely get back to those days. Just the excitement. I went to the event last um, weekend before last. And when we rolled down to the field, when I opened the door, it was such an emotional moment. And I couldn't believe I felt that way, but I could literally feel the energy from my childhood days in the stadium and it was no one there but myself and Chief Albright and um, Dr. Scott. And I'm looking at Chief like, what's wrong? Like Chief, this is a special time right now in this moment. But when we can actually play, if I feel this type of energy in an empty stadium, it's going to be on and popping when we get that 60000 back. That's like core of feeling was electrifying. Oh, my God. And it was empty. Mm-hmm. And it was so crazy. Later on that day, Dion came down because we were getting ready to shoot his show. And I told him about it at lunch. And when he saw me afterwards, he was like, Toya, I feel you. I'm like, Doc, if you had grown up here like I did, it was nowhere to see some of those games. Like, if you say it's 60,000, it was at least 70, 75 inside. We're talking about the end zone pack, everything. My goodness, Corey. 
we're doing something special. And if you're a Jackson State fan or if you're not a Jackson State fan, buy your season tickets. <laughs> you don't want to miss this show. I promise you that. Absolutely. Well, I, I definitely have mine. I can't wait. And, you know, you mentioned you grew up <laughs> around the program, so you know that history, that tradition. Uh, what's prime bring that old excitement and swagger back? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Dion has always been a student of the game. And not just, um, you know, we have this thing building on tradition, blazing new trails. Mm -hmm. Dion is great. We know football. We know he's absolutely one of the best football minds in the world. But Dion is even better at building and raising men. And that's what these kids probably need more than anything. And that's what I, I love about him. But the glory of the old days, let's just say it's the dawn of a new day and a new era. And Coach Prime is not just in this moment, but he's of this movement. And it is going to be a fun ride. We're going to get a lot of things done. And definitely we'll have a lot of people yelling, I believe and we believe. <laughs> it's coming. It is coming. Wow. I can't wait. Like, it's just so crazy because we know he's going to do football, but. It's the unknown that we that the outsiders don't mm. know. He coordinates every piece of game day. So I'll just leave that in your spirit. But I heard somebody say something about the sunny boom. I don't know. But hey, let's just say you might get a couple special gifts. What? <laughs> Coach Prime. This is crazy. Man, look, game day will never be the same, okay? Will never be the okay, same. Okay, you got to stop teasing us. <laughs> Come on now. When these Jackson State fans hear this, you better hope they don't find out your phone number, email address. <laughs> They're knocking on the door. I'm telling you, they want to know. So you better – I can't get out. <laughs> all right good stuff good stuff but i know you're privy to a lot of information uh you know you can't speak on everything but just in a nutshell how excited should the fans be again we're going to plug these season tickets if you do not have your season tickets i encourage you to contact the ticket office or show up at the stadium you do not want to miss this football season. Got it. All right. I, I think we get the point. <laughs> we will be there. We appreciate that. And bring a friend or two. <laughs> well, Toya, I want I want to take it back to Shadur for a second. Of course, he committed to Jackson State. And, you know, Coach Prime, he always said that he wouldn't personally recruit Shadur. Uh, but I can imagine he really wanted him at Jackson State. So how excited is Coach Prime to be able to continue to coach his son, especially on the college level? 
he's really, really excited. They have a great um, relationship on and off the field, but um, they're my dynamic duo. They feed off of each other, but the trust. Um, Shador may get in the game and see something that Dion um, may not have seen. And he trusts Shador to make the right call when he's there. It's um they've been doing this together for so long till they can read each other's minds. And that's why this is so special. Uh, he was teasing them the other day. He was like, okay, you think we're gonna take this to the pro? Shador's like, no, dad. Well, you know, you know. Now it's like, okay, he said, you're not gonna make that happen, right? <laughs> you gotta draw the line somewhere, huh? Yeah, I know. They um they they love each other and you can tell, um, even in the game. And they're they're phenomenal to watch together. And I mean Shador has grown so much as a quarterback. Um I am really looking forward to seeing him play, um, not just on Saturdays, but one day on, on Sundays. He really Shador has what it takes to be a pro. He he has it. He has that it factor. He's going to be very special for Jackson State. Gotcha. And with Shador, what else happened, Shador and Coach Prime at Jackson State? How do you think that'll impact recruiting? Do you think we'll see a lot of these highly regarded prospects wanting to play for Jackson State now? Absolutely. Um, even before the announcement was made for um Dion accepting this job, we saw that kind of shift in um basketball. I think a lot of our kids now have a new sense of urgency to come home. Um, at one point years ago, this was the only opportunity people of color had to, to play any sport. And uh, now with what we're doing, you know, I heard uh, we were talking the other day and just the mentality around getting players is basically can this kid play at a LSU or Alabama, um, any other SEC school? Are they capable of playing at a power five period? Like those are the type of players that we want. And with I went on my post when we were talking about Shador uh, coming and making his announcement, I was really serious when I said he's just the first amongst many to make that move. A lot of our kids now know that they can come home and be prepared to go to the next level. And if it took Shador being the first one to say, hey, I'm going to take this leap of faith, let's go do it, I do anticipate a lot of other kids um, that are power five prospects to say, you know what, we can do this. We can go to any HBCU and get to the NFL. So I do think that we will get a lot of great talent to come to Jackson State. All right, yet again, you, you got us excited. Right, the more I ask the question, the more excited I'm getting, oh, and the more excited they're getting. I think I better let you go before this excitement just boils. <laughs> you know, we always say um, it's a great day to be a Tiger, uh -huh. but honestly, it really, really is a great day to be a Tiger. It's going to be 
um, a lot of great talent coming this way. So again, we're going to plug these season tickets. This is a show that you do not want to miss. There are a lot of exciting things going on at Jackson State University. A lot of exciting things going on. And um, we're just grateful to have Dion here um, in the city, in the state. And honestly, even the energy in the city has changed. Uh You know, so it's always bigger than football. And um, I know we're getting ready to wrap up, but we always look at things with one question, and that's how can we help? And I don't think that Dion will leave this city without effecting and affecting change. Mm. He is one of the best people that I know and one of the best people that I work with. And he always wants to use his power of influence to help the community that he's a part of. So Jackson and the state of Mississippi will be better because Dion came. And there you have it, the Director of Football Operations and Special Assistant to the Coach at Jackson State University, Ms. Latoya Williams. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Corey. I appreciate it. It's a great day to be a Tiger. Always. (laughs) (laughs) And that'll do it for Episode 88 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department, and it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, and so on, and we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag I believe. Hashtag the I love. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done.